Hello there, ringside crew. Hello there, ringside crew. Hey, dudes at ringside crew. This is Davian. Hey, it's Jenny Santana. This is Alfie. This is the savage juggernaut, Damaku. Ringside. Ring. This is Thomas D. Bruff. This is Billy Sarts. Mr. Chad Epic. Megan Mason. Hey everybody, Scotland's own Brody Adler. The headline in charge, Marco Mania. This is your girl, Charisma. Papa Dink, Brendan Dicker. This is According to Woods. Savannah Summers. You are watching the International News. You're at Ringside Podcast, hosted by Metal Geek and Joe the Panther Jr. Hello there, wrestling fans, and welcome to another episode of the internationally known Dudes at Ringside podcast. I'm your host, Joe the Panther, Bob Bird, and now from the top of Metal Mountain, in the middle of the mosh pit, it's the happy heel himself, the Metal Geek. What's going on, Ringside crew? What's going on, internationally known? What's going on, everybody? What's going on, Joe? How's it going today? Happy, happy Sunday. Oh, my God, Joe. Happy, happy Sunday. Oh, my God. Happy Sunday, happy holidays, and happy, I don't know, if you guys having steak tonight, drink that wine with it. Have fun. And uh, unfortunately, it's our last international guest of the year. Yeah, I know. Holidays going. You can always do one on the 18th if you wanted to, but no. Uh, But, yeah, this is going to be our last international guest for the season. Not forever. Mm -hmm. Not forever. Don't get freaked out, British fans, UK fans. We love you to death. We yeah. love you guys to pieces. You know, can I go on my little Joe sweet goodbye rant for like yeah. the UK? Yeah. You go ahead, Joe. You know, I wish you had the violin sample to play in the background. You know, guys, I'm saying this to the camera right now. Like, UK wrestling fans, guys, really, and wrestlers, we, we love you guys. Thank you so much for giving us that hand. To help us on help help us help us into the UK like frat house like the big thank you has to go out to Kiara because she I know Kiksa here we go Joe's going on the Kiara rant again if it wasn't for Kiara we would have never got what, into what's that going world. on dude <laughs> hey what's there going on Chris it's Chris Gosh and Papa Dank is here what's Papa, going on <laughs> Papa Dank's doing the violin <laughs> like. Yeah. If it wasn't for Kiara and Shorty and Alfie and Nathan and anybody Sav- and everybody Savage. and Savage Pro and, and Stage Crew and you guys really giving us that that lift up the elbow, we we wouldn't have had that cool little swag of a t-shirt name of internationally known dudes at ringside. Yeah. You did the nationally known. <laughs> like all right, but we have what we have an awesome Awesome, an amazing guest today. Joe, are you ready for the guest today? Are you absolutely ready for the guest today? I'm, I've been psyched for like a week. <laughs> I go, my, I go look at my computer screen. We didn't have anybody there yet. I'm like, because let's give a warm dudes at ringside welcome to Stay True's own Killdozer. Welcome, Killdozer. Welcome. Thanks for having me, guys. I really appreciate it. Yeah. No problem, man. Like yeah. this is so cool that we got an, uh, the close out the season for the UK scene, one of the best, Mister Killdozer. So, like, if our American wrestling fans are not familiar with you, introduce yourself. 
Oh, well, where to start? Uh, well, started wrestling uh, uh, back on the 4th of uh, February 2012, you know, just like everybody else. Grew up watching wrestling, just grew up sitting in my living room watching these larger-than-life characters just come across my screen. And I knew from uh, day one uh, when I watched it, you know, I, I knew like, this is what I want to do. This is what I want to be. And thankfully, for the last 10 years, I've been able to live my dream you know, pursue my passion. I've wrestled for many, many promotions uh, around my home country of Ireland. Got to meet some incredible talent, work with some incredible talent. And just, you know, it, it means the world to me. You know, I get to wake up and, you know, live my dream, follow my passion. And it's just, it's just an amazing feeling. I, I, I can't put it into words fully to justify it. It's just something that just is deep down inside me that I was able to do and I knew I wanted to do ever since I was a little kid. And I followed through with it, and it all came true for me. And I've just been living the dream ever since. Yeah. Wow. Awesome. So who trained you, Killdozer? Uh, I was trained by uh, my promoter. Uh, his name is uh, his name is Eamon Shrahan. Uh, he goes by the ring name of Eamon O'Neill. Uh, he pretty much, like me, grew up in Ireland. Uh, watching wrestling, wanted to become a wrestler, but unfortunately, uh, around his time, there was no real wrestling uh, in Ireland that he could attend. So he had to actually uproot from his home, uh, his home here in the Midlands of Ireland, and actually move fully to the UK because there was a lot more opportunities, a lot better schools, uh, a lot more re- uh, veterans over there that could uh, guide him uh, on a more accurate. Uh, passion of the wrestling and he spent uh, nearly 10 15 years over there and he decided to come home open up his own wrestling school here bring what he learned all the all the tricks to the trade all the tools that were given to him and utilize them with us and uh, I was one of his students and I, I remember I remember uh, I was working uh, working somewhere at a time I think it was a bar and we had this big massive hall up the back that people could rent for functions and things and I remember I came into work one day and he, he was there setting up the ring for one of his first shows and I, I just I just went straight over I was locked in I just went over and I started talking to him about everything and anything to do with wrestling and he was like have you ever thought about becoming a wrestler and I was like are you kidding me that's 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 my dream to become a wrestler I, I just don't know how to do it and he goes well I'm open up at school in a few months uh, give me your information and we'll see mm-hmm. you were from there so went out there uh, I think it was I think it was January, January uh, 2011. I went out to the school when it opened, and yeah, I had my first lesson. I was like, "Yep, this 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 dream's gonna happen. This is this is gonna happen." So trained a full year with him, and literally about one year later, just putting in the effort. You know, the early mornings, the late nights, the whole you know blood, sweat, and tears. And thankfully, one year later, I stepped through the curtain and realized the dream. Awesome. So like. Killdozer, who who are like your some of your inspirations for becoming a professional wrestler? Oh well, uh, well, growing up, I had a lot of uh, a lot of favorites. You know, I'm not going to lie to you; I was always a fan of the baddies. Uh, you know, I was always rooting for them. But uh, was well, some of my inspirations definitely would have been uh, Rick Rude, uh, definitely Kurt Angle, uh, Jericho, uh, Macho Man. Just uh, just like I said, just those larger than life. Uh, personalities but just the way they were able to draw you in and like literally just 
book you from the moment they step through the curtain to the moment they go back through the curtain is just was just amazing to me and I definitely I drew something from those guys like just bringing intensity you know having a charismatic persona that as soon as I walk through the curtain people are like whoa who's this guy what, what's he gonna do and then they watch me and whether they boo me cheer me if I could just get them you know for that split second just to be in the moment and just look at me and like yeah that's the guy right there that I walk back to the curtain I know I've done my my job and I've, I've taken what I've learned and I've utilized it. Yeah. Awesome. Also, I noticed that from your promo you sent us, you're a champion. Are there any, anybody that you would love to defend that belt against or that like a dream opponent? Uh, well, yeah, there's a, there's quite a few guys. Um, I love you guys here in Ireland. Uh, I would, love to wrestle uh just to name a couple of them now i mean the list the list is huge um but there's definitely uh his name is tucker i believe he wrestled uh, for nxt uk uh, sean dunn they they both wrestled for hard knocks and uh ldn wrestling uh joe cabre he's part of the uh over the top wrestling here in ireland very big promotion very successful promotion uh but the list just so many to name there's so much uh, to choose from in terms of talent here and like wrestling in Ireland is really taking off right now there's just so many promotions there's so many people to work with it's just we're you're almost spoiled for choice now it's it's amazing it's literally just the future is so bright right now definitely so I noticed with your your ring attire it like for me gives me like those throwbacks from to the 80s with the Steiner brothers is there any like link between like the Steiner brothers gear, like idea with their, their gear with yours? Well, I was a fan of the Steiner brothers growing up. Uh, definitely, definitely a t- tag team that was on the list of my favorites. But um, I always kind of just, when it came to my gear, I always kind of wanted to do some sort of camouflage because once I kind of, I know it's going to sound bad, but once I kind of moved on from the Steiners, I was a huge Uh, Dudley Boys fan. I was a massive fan of the, the Dudleys uh, back in the day. I, I definitely see. I definitely see that in your and in your watching them, and I know when they made their jump to WWE, they changed the camo. They prefer the rest of them singlet, unstoppable monster. That when I get into the ring, I'm going to hit you, and I'm going to hit you hard. I'm not going to stop on the beaches. So that's kind of the whole background behind my gear. I, I actually like that. The uh, the Dudley boys mixed with the Steiner brothers show. Can you see like something this, like that? This, the Dudley Steiners? The there Dudley you go. That's the new tag team. <laughs> the Steiners and the Dudleys became a team would be the Steiner Dudleys. I mean, they could, they could be a, they could be a stable and mix all their well, colors. The Dudleys together. all say they have different family members from all over the world. So the Steiners could be secretly members of the Dudleys and we don't even know. <laughs> hey, crazier things have happened. <laughs> Remember they had, how many family members did the Dudleys have in ECW geek and Killdozer? A lot. Yeah. Yeah. Don't uh, forget. Eight, those, I, yeah. I remember eight at least. 
Yeah. You never know. The Steiners could have been secret family members. They didn't even introduce them. <laughs> like... <laughs> oh, my God, Joe. <laughs> Just don't make us do Stein Brothers math because I, I think I, I, I've I been so hard struggling to figure out Steiner Brothers math for so long. Joe, my maybe... calculator would explode. How? <laughs> <laughs> Kildozer, have you been able to figure out Steiner Brothers math, or uh, or are you still struggling with Steiner Brothers math, and you need a tutor right now? Yeah, I'm, I was... I'm struggling with math. I'm, I'm definitely struggling with it. I kind of was sitting there watching, and I was like, okay, I'm just going to have a lie down uh, for a few minutes after trying to trying to figure that one out. <laughs> you need to go out and have a beer. <laughs> That's what I would say. I, <laughs> I think I broke my brain. <laughs> Scott Steiner's somebody we need on the podcast just to, to, and that's one of the questions I think I would definitely ask him. It's like, how do you do Scott Steiner math? <laughs> I'd be scared. He may yell at a geek. <laughs> he, yells, he yells at he yells at everyone. He's like, this is how I talk. <laughs> oh yeah, you broke our microphones. <laughs> you broke Streamyard. Oh my god, <laughs> broke Streamyard. It's broken, right? Oh no, Streamyard! <laughs> it's broken. It's like the, the sad emoji on the screen, like when you get bad internet. Poor <laughs> Streamyard didn't see it coming. Now, now my, um, my 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 question, other question to you is a fun question. I, I noticed that you're a huge Star Wars fan. Do you have a typical favorite Star Wars movie or character, or uh... um, pretty much. Hmm. Uh, I actually got asked that question a lot. Um, I'd have to say my favorite Star Wars movie would be The Empire Strikes Back. You could be best and... friends. We're we're best friends now, man. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. That's my absolute favorite movie right there. <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah, nice. No, that's that. Yeah, if I had to, if I had to pick one, if I had to pick one from the from the whole from the whole um, franchise, definitely uh, The Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. Yeah, and and character. What's your favorite character? Oh, phew. Uh, don't say don't say Jar Jar Binks, man. Don't say Jar Jar oh, Binks. Oh God, no! <laughs> Who would even say that? <laughs> you don't even know. There's don't actual even... people out there that would say that. Killed all oh, like Jar Jar Binks, and I'm like, you have no friends, do you? Don't Jar Jar joke Jar, about Jar, that. There, there's. There's Jar Jar Binks lovers fan pages. I'm there's like, no. there's people that actually make merchandise and like stuff with Jar Jar Binks on it. Like Jar Jar is the man. Jar. No, he's not. They make no, se- separate universes. <laughs> Jar Jar is like the leader of a of one of the team. They take the helmet off. It's Jar Jar Binks. It's like, oh my god. <laughs> there's been there's been rumors, Killdozer, that they want they want um. Jar Jar Binks to be a, a Sith Lord, and I'm like, I don't see it, man. But crazier, yeah, thing, uh, I don't cra- crazier things have happened because he takes the hood off. Oh, you know it. I'm the leader now, don't ya? <laughs> <laughs> Is that it's my dark, like... my dark apprentice? I did Lord. it. Oh my god, Lord Jar Jar, <laughs> Jar Jar the oh. leader. <laughs> oh no, no, I think he they're. I think they're clutching at straws with that whole Jar Jar Darth uh, Sith Lord stuff. 
with, 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 Disney, with Disney taking over, it's like, we could sell more merchandise with Jar Jar at that. Hmm, Jar Jar. So, you can see the money that, like, they're going, like... We, we need a friendly character over there. I'm like, no, you don't. You don't need Jar Jar. <laughs> Geek, Geek immediately sends him the, the give of uh, Peter Griffin. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Stab what? it. Stab <laughs> it. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> there's plenty of other characters in the universe that they, that character disappeared and you could bring them back today what character would it be and why uh, in Star Wars yes yeah. in the Star Wars world uh, um, wow that, that, that's a very wide uh, selection right there because uh, it's like Someone, someone said it to me. It's like uh, Star Wars, where every single character has a backstory and lore. I'm like, yeah, that's actually true. But um, hmm, God, that's that's actually a real tough one. Maybe I would like General Veers, mm-hmm. something with General Veers, just because uh, I I really enjoy his kind of his kind of backstory, his whole lore. It really fits in well with the character that he plays, and like. It was pretty kind of cool to watch how, like, even the slightest thing in the Empire Strikes Back that upset uh, Darth Vader, it didn't matter. You'd force choke you to death, but he let Veers uh, survive because I think he respected him so much. And when he died at the Battle of uh, Endor, it did kind of suck because I thought he was a really great character. So I would like to see him. Co- I know it would be hard, but it'd be cool to see him come back in some sort of shape or fashion or maybe even something pre-Empire. You know, kind of that leads him up to how he joined. Like, I know they there is a lot of lore, but like some sort of action show or some animation show to show us how it led into it. You know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I think I think my favorite Star Wars characters would have to be one of them is you know, one my uh, Bubba Fett is absolutely one of my favorite Star I was Star about Wars. To say if he says Jar Jar Binks is his favorite character, he don't. No, oh, it's no, Killdozer no. Joe Show. Quick, hide, hide all the all the Jar Jar Binks merchandise in the corner somewhere. Make sure they don't. He see has it. a room. He has a room just with the Jar Jar Binks merch, and just he he opens the door and it says "Welcome and welcome, friends." And he's like, "Oh my god!" It's like his shrine of him. He's like, "He knew about you, Jar Jar." <laughs> I I just walk in, see that, and I'm like, "Yeah, I'm out." And just turn around. <laughs> He's like, Joe, you're on your own, friend. What? <laughs> Peace out, y'all. He's a Jaja Bings. <laughs> <laughs> you got the whole sound thing. You got the cups. Welcome that, that, to the do it. It's a Oh my Geek's god! Disney sends geek emails. We just got a whole lot of Jar Jar Binks merch. You want it? Yes, I do. Oh, here's my credit card. <laughs> Oh my god! Take take my money. <laughs> take my money, like Finn. Yeah, from- but my other favorite, ca- my favorite characters would be have to be uh, Bubba Fett and Darth Maul. My two favorite characters. Awesome selection there. Yeah, I love that double su- side lightsaber, man. That is yeah. probably the sickest lightsaber I've ever seen. How that is this guy a mind. bad guy? Yeah, that blew my mind when I saw it in the cinema. It's like he puts it down, and the one side comes over, like whoa. Next thing, the second, like whoa. <laughs> okay, it just got real right now. <laughs> and it's funny, guys, there's people out there that I used to go to come to Comic-Con like three years in a row. There's people that actually see all this stuff and they go to their shed and they go, how can I make that without spending a thousand dollars? And then they do it. And then they, and they and freaking they, do it because 
going to Comic-Con, you see some good outfits, and then you see the people like, could have spent a little bit more money making that, bro. <laughs> That's what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 sometimes I see, like, the Transformers at, like, I'm like, dude, how are did they get that in the building? <laughs> I saw one online, but I maybe maybe I was dozing off looking at Instagram. Someone made one like that of State Puff Marshmallow Man. Wow. Yeah. Life size. Life size. And the eyes moved like like he did in the movie. And he would look at people and it, the facial expression was just this the whole time. <laughs> and they ha- they had the- in the belly they had that weird music he had when he first appeared that dun, 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 the whole time when he was oh walking around. <laughs> yeah, that's and then like you change the face. Was- What's that? There's some creative people at those cons. I'm not gonna lie. And then there's people come in their in their onesie, thinking I'm I'm dressed like Princess Leia. <laughs> Don't tell him. <laughs> Don't tell her. Don't tell her. Don't tell him. No. Does does, does does my cosplay look good? As long as you have no follow-up questions, yes. Yes, it does. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. And you're like, yeah, Killdozer, there's a bar right there. We need, both need a beer right now. <laughs> I'm already there. <laughs> oh, jeez, man. <laughs> Just, I'm, I'm like, what, I'm like, what took you? Beer. What took you? <laughs> yeah. I'll be like, Get, drop me a beer at the bar. I will. I will definitely drop you some cash. <laughs> Get, make sure you put a soda there too. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, Thunderfeet's comment is interesting today. <laughs> oh, here we go. I never got the people that wear costumes to Comic Con. If you're walking around with props, it's hard to walk. With other yeah, things to at the show. See, this is a funny thing. I've been to Comic Con three years in a row. Geek's never gone. I've actually seen the when they, they they make you take your stuff off and they'll do this and that to you. There's a garbage can outside full of the random knickknacks from every character that's come through that door. I don't know if they're throwing it away. I don't know if they did. It's like a holding area, but it looks like something out of a Gotham jail. Has the cane from the Riddler and has um, a lightsaber. It's like, man, this person could be making a lot of money right now selling all that merch. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, absolutely. Man, we, we went for see that we went, we go from talking about wrestling to talk about going to Comic Con. <laughs> so, so, so if you were to go to Comic Con, kill those are. Who's who's the character you would play at Comic Con? Oh, whew, again, big choice. Uh, funny enough, I always wanted to try Shredder. Wow! Oh, wow! You'd be a good Shredder. I think you you'd would be, be a, a super. Good. Would you want to be Super Shredder or regular Shredder? See that that's where my that's where my ego would come into play. I would like try and have like a regular Shredder outfit, and then like get into something with someone else who's doing the cosplay, then like run into another room and just pull off whatever pieces real quickly, then come out as Super Shredder. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. yeah, but man, that that's yeah. So, which which would your ninja, favorite Ninja Turtles movie you'd say, or you hate all the movies? Uh, I'm not gonna lie, I love the original ones. Um, not not a, not a fan of um, not a fan of the new ones. No, the two new ones, the two new ones that just remade. Yeah, which I know, even though Seamus was in it, right? Yeah, yeah. That's kind of the only reason why I watched it, but uh. 
Now I'd have to go probably with the first one, the very original one. Just I just thought it was cool. For for me, for me, it hit a it hit all the uh, hit all the marks. Um, actually, no, I, I and the second and third one, like I know the the turtles in time kind of thing. I know that was a little bit of a stretch, but you know, I I think it was. I think it was that corny that it was good, you know. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Th- uh, thank you, by the way, for the follow. Uh, two two years before, and he said, Ed, "Please ask Killdozer if he's over his phase of destroying championship belts yet." Oh no! <laughs> Absolutely not. Not. Uh, uh... <laughs> Absolutely not. No, I've just started. So, so what is with that exactly? You destroy? Is it like a Naito thing where you take the belt uh, and you, you throw it against like the post and it cracks? Or uh... Uh, no, I, I I broke it with my hands. What? Yeah, I uh, pretty much it was a uh, it was a wrestling uh, a live wrestling show up in Northern Ireland, I think back in November twenty one, and it was an event called Test for the Best, and it was a, a unique stipulation to that promotion where. Just think of um, Royal Rumble, but every two minutes when another wrestler enters, the stipulation changes. So the first two wrestlers start as a regular one-on-one. Next wrestler enters, it changes to an over-the-top. So you can only be eliminated by going over the top rope. After that, it could be a table stipulation. You go through a table, and then the last, when everyone's entered in, the last stipulation is ladder match. And of course, as we know, you climb the ladder, you grab the belt. So I... Kind of was dominating in the match, uh, you know, as well on my way to victory. But you know, uh, fate had another uh, plan in store, and I was I was going to be the I was going to be the gentleman. I was going to do the sportsman thing and walk away. But the guy in the ring uh, who, who got the belt, his name was uh, name uh, Coach Cassidy, I think it was. I started gloating and saying he's the best wrestler around, and I just couldn't let that go. So I had a bit of a, a short fuse and went back into the ring. Pretty much kicked the crap out of everybody and took the belt and pretty much smashed it into pieces. So effectively destroying the Irish uh, heavyweight uh, title. So ever since then, I've been wrestling for other promotions. It's one of the first things they say is like, please don't break our, our championship belts. Please don't destroy them. They cost money. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> that's kind of like, like a Naito thing. I, I don't know if you're familiar with New Japan, are you? Or uh... Uh, sparsely here and there. Here and there, but okay. There's a wrestler in New Japan. His name Sasuya Naito, and okay. uh, he when this was a couple of years ago when he was the Intercontinental Champion. Like his gimmick was, he was would be so, like the most despicable heel. He was like mm-hmm. he was just he just uh, there was a title. It was called the Intercontinental Title. Joe, don't quote yeah. me on this one. All mm-hmm. right, uh, and uh, no, what I mean by don't quote me is I. It's not the Intercontinental title from WWE, so don't. I know that. that's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh it's yeah, a... I think I, I think I know which one you're on about. Yeah, so this was the belt that he he hated the most. He absolutely hated this belt because this was the belt that he was demoted to. So when he won the belt again, in basically I think it was a couple of years ago. He he decided he was not gonna. He was he was a heel, so he decided whatever he did with it, he just threw it halfway across and just started throwing it. And at one time, he got really pissed off, threw it against the ring post, and it actually cracked. I don't think this was the actual plan, but I think New Japan, <laughs> <laughs> yes, <yeah, I> where <laughs> actually that it cracked against the ring post, 
and New Japan said, uh, welded it into their story and said, he's like, see how despicable Naito is? He doesn't care about that title. He cracked it. And they had New Japan had to get go and get a new title for, well, not him, but the next challenger. Do you believe this story, Joe, or no? That's insane. But still, there's only one intercontinental title in the world, Geek. What are you doing? No, there's two. There's two. Uh, there's there's a new Japan Unicana. According, are you Vince? Are you Vince McMahon waving your hand in front of me? Or what are you? Joe's Joe Joe's trying to be Vince McMahon. In front my hand of is like, like my light goes really weird when I do this to the camera. It's only. It's, I'm trying to Star Wars you. There's only one intercontinental title geek. <laughs> there's only one. There you go. See, that's what happens. See. <laughs> I uh, what do you want? Uh, are you trying to use a jet uh dudes at ringside Jedi mind trick on me? No, I'm, you, I'm doing with soul <laughs> with you. I'm gonna Lance, if you hear growling and lights come out, smoke coming out from your door, I sent the terror dogs to your direction. So <laughs> if you if you see smoke coming out from under your door and hear growling, <laughs> don't open the door. <laughs> this, this, this has been a fun chat. Right now. Stay in the basement forever. <laughs> you, you're not going to want to go upstairs. Ransacked uh, the mod's house. They're like just waiting for you to open the door, and you're just gonna be like, "Okay, Zul, I'm I'm Zul, Zul, I'm Zul. All right, I'm gonna." <laughs> he tries to run back down the little stairs and just. <laughs> uh, our friend Tracy Jackson, in the chat's just laughing right now. <laughs> She's Jay-Z Jackson is an artist and she's really, really good. She draws all kinds of different professional wrestlers from all over the world. Hey, she may draw you someday. Yeah. 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 So is have as you uh got what's the best advice you received from somebody? Terror dog went the wrong direction. Dang Uh-oh. it! Oh, it got it got killed. Dozer. It went the. It, it, remember, the terror dogs are like stormtroopers. They 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 don't pay attention. They, 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 like, you mean you mean every time they shoot, they always miss, Joe? Yes. So, so you know how a terror <laughs> dog does. It it literally. Oh, he's, he's still there, Kill Dozer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm here. Don't worry. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I was just about to ask, what's the best advice you ever received? Best advice I ever received. Uh, oh well, best advice I ever received. Um, well, a kind of combination of two. Uh, pretty much. Well, I don't know if it would fall under the category, but uh, so I remember. I remember one time I, when I was working, I actually spent some time in the states, and it was um, one of the things that got said to me was, uh, "Life is ten percent what happens to you, and ninety percent." how we react and I try and keep that in mind uh, whenever I come up against a tough challenge whether it be wrestling or not wrestling uh, and it's just something that I try, I try to keep that helps keep me grounded you know mm-hmm. um, realize you know sometimes things aren't always going to go your way you just got to try and roll with the punches try and see the best in each situation what can you take from that situation and uh, that's pretty much what I try and it's pretty much what I try and uh, keep Keep in my mind uh, when I'm when I'm pursuing goals. You know, it's not going to be a straight path. It's not going to be a walk in the park. But if I get to the goal I want to get to, and 
succeed, then it's been worth it. Yeah. So, what's your favorite food? Still there, Cold Dozer? This has gone. This interview has gone really, really well, Geek. This was, <laughs> this was a fun interview, Joe. Right? Yes. This, this is like the best of the best because remember, this is our last uh, international guest for the for the year, right? Yeah. Unless somebody else pops up before we leave, but you know. So hey, there you are. Yeah. There you are. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now we're, we're just about to ask, what's your favorite food? Uh, in terms of food, probably category wise. Uh, Italian. Italian. Oh well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you definitely like, can hang uh, out with geek. And... <laughs> I like I like calzones. I'm a big fan of calzones. Ooh, After that, yeah. I'd have to say uh, some chicken wings. Some of those hot and spicy. Chicken wings. What, what would you put on your calzone? Uh, a lot, a lot of meat. Yeah, a lot of meat. A meat calzone. <laughs> a lot of meat. Meat calzone. So like yeah. bacon, ham. Mozzarella. More meat, Pe- pepperoni, steak. Any, any. You just, you just, you just keep piling out there. I'll tell you when. <laughs> the calzone will be like the size of a football. <laughs> He's killed those. Are you'd be He's the gonna... kid? You <laughs> will kill that calzone right there. <laughs> <laughs> but would you put tomato sauce in it, or just for a little thin bottom of it? No, no tomato sauce. Uh, maybe. Well, maybe a little maybe. bit. Oh no, a tiny. Bit. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Because yeah. <laughs> I know people that overdo it, that put extra tomato sauce, and it looks like there was a murder scene right next to me. I'm like. <laughs> What happened next to me? Did someone get killed? <laughs> like, <laughs> what happened? Did I just get? Was, did what the heck happened? It is a question I usually ask. It's uh, who who would your dream opponent be if you were to come to America? Oh man, that's a that's a crazy question. Um, uh, uh past or present? It could mm. be anybody. It both. We could be both. Both What's if you that, want that to. That door you always talk about, geek. The, the forbidden, uh, the forbidden door. The forbidden door. Uh, well, pretty much. If I had to, if I had to say someone like from the past that isn't wrestling anymore, definitely would be Shawn Michaels. Oh man, um, right? That'd be that. Like that's Joe's guaranteed, boy. Guaranteed. That's Joe's homie, right there. Mr. Michaels. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, definitely Shawn Michaels. Definitely would have loved the match with Kurt Angle. Oh, um, it just, I, it just, you know, uh, those those guys were just brought the best out of you. You know, you would have just gone back to the locker room, beat up and sore, but you know, you would have just gave everything to that match. Definitely, definitely. Um, I'm not gonna lie. Today, now at present, now, since how he's a fellow Irish person, I would love, I would love to have wrestled Sheamus. Love to wrestle Sheamus just once. Man, you and Sheamus, I think, would tear it up. I think yeah. oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah. if I was a booker, main event. 
I would definitely make that the main event. <laughs> like, <laughs> That's well, cool, guys. What kind oh, of stipulation would you have that match be? Like cage match, like war game style, big cage. Oh, uh, probably, I. Hmm. Probably, I actually know. I think cage match would be kind of cool. Yeah. You know, I think I think that'd be a good. I think that'd be a good kind of a good kind of match to to to, to face them I in. You know. Mm -hmm. uh, I think a lot could be a lot. We could do a lot. We could do a lot there. If not a cage match, then maybe an extreme rules match, a war game style match. I think any of those things you're you're looking at a recipe for success. Yeah, I I I got a question. I don't think I, I've asked this before, but uh, what is your fighting style like? Well, I draw heavily from uh, the American style, so you know a lot of um, and plus I'm a heavyweight myself, so uh, a lot of you know high impact just. Knockdown, cast iron, pile driving moves, you know, that just bury you in the ground. Uh, but at the same time, I, I like to throw, I have a few tricks up my sleeve, you know. I, I'm not, I'm fairly sound technically as well. And, you know, I like to kind of throw a, a few uh, tricks in there to confuse my opponent every now and again. Yeah, like, because I was going to ask if you were like strong style, because we, because if you're strong style, I would have the perfect opponent for you. Oh, yeah, who? Yeah. It's some somebody me and Joe know. His, oh, okay. name's, his name's the Retro Dude Rudy Root. Retro Dude Rudy. Wow, that is that is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah he's, he, he's a good wrestler. You should definitely look him up. He geek geek. That's one of Geek's favorite people that that we've uh, like everybody we we like we in touch with. He's the one that does the what is it, Geek? The Chop Shop. The, the, the Chop is called the Chop Party Host. He hits these rapid fire chops in the corner. And uh, if if uh, you're looking for a strong style opponent, he's like the perfect guy. Mm. Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. I have to look that guy up. Yeah. So like he. It looks like somebody that came out of a Back to the Future movie. <laughs> not yeah. not to get not to get confused with Kushida, but like. My, I my, think he's been doing mind. it longer, hasn't he? I, I'm not sure. Yeah. Okay, look it up. Research, keep uh, research for next year, so you don't sound silly. My <laughs> mind just went straight to Biff for some reason. I don't know why. Oh jeez. I don't know. Well you uh oh. You, uh -oh. you want to start wrapping them up, Geekums? Yeah. Present? Yeah. All right. Uh yeah, fire ahead, guys. All right. Um, my last question for you, if if there's if there was if there's any if if you have any upcoming shows that you want to promote, Siege is yours. Uh well, well, so right now, uh, pretty much, uh, we're kind of wrapping up for the year as well. Uh, you guys are, like, not a lot goes on to December. A few promotions here and there, but uh, pretty much the next show, if I uh, remember correctly, and I'm, I don't know if Stephen is still uh, listening, but I believe it is in February. Uh, he's hoping to do his next show uh, with Stay True. Uh, there's also some shows coming up with uh, another promotion, uh, that one of the guys I mentioned before, Steve Savage, uh, he's running Hard Knocks. I believe that show is also happening in February or March as well, uh, as long as well with um, another company called Complete Anarchy Wrestling. Uh, OTT got a lot of shows coming up next year, so uh, hoping to get involved there as well. But yeah, anyone interested, uh, you know, search these guys up on YouTube. They all upload their stuff. Uh, you won't be disappointed with uh, what you see, uh, it'll actually kind of make you want to come to Ireland and attend the show live. So keep an eye on their YouTube channels. Uh, you know, the sky's limit. The best is yet to come, in my opinion. 
Yeah. Stay they, true. They bring, they bring some good action. Stay true. I really, being an American wrestling fan, I kind of like, as I said before, we, we, we like, we now yeah. opened our eyes to like, all over the world now, you know, like that's the cool thing about Indies. Mm. People we know, they're like, oh, Indies are from, no, Indies are everywhere. And there's yeah, different, exactly. different yeah. levels of Indies too. Like there's like yeah. the smaller ones. And then there's the bigger ones, but like it's like the ocean, different sized fishes out there. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so plenty same. of them. Yeah. So many. Geek, you okay? I'm not frozen, guys. Let's just say, let's have a thing. Gildor, are you still there? Yeah, I'm still here, dude. Oh, God, Geek is frozen. (laughs) So, yeah, um, Gildozer, (laughs) um, we want to thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thank you so much. Um, Good luck in all your upcoming shows, even though you have next ones in February. And good luck in all your training. Please tell your wrestling friends about us. And... We will geek you back. Yeah, I'm back. Yeah. All right. Let's. Uh, I'm about to do the send off. All right. All right. Right here. Okay. I'm Joe Panther the third. I'm the Metal Geek. I'm Killdozer. And we will catch you in the next one. See you next year, UK. See you guys. <laughs>